This is Barry Zalma speaking for Claim School Incorporated with another true crime of insurance rod, video number 46. This one entitled The Golden Tooth. A broken tooth is a tragedy to most people. To the waitress, a broken truth was the beginning of a career. For 15 years, she waited tables in restaurants varying from small coffee shops to exclusive French restaurants. She saw almost weekly at least one customer trying to avoid paying for a meal. They would find flies in their soup or chunks of metal in their hamburger. Sometimes it was the fault of the restaurant, and sometimes it was blatant fraud. Some people actually suffered injury because of inadequacies in the kitchen. One Sunday afternoon, sitting in front of her television, munching on a dish full of almonds, her right upper incisor snapped, and she found half a tooth in her hand. No blood, no pain, just half a tooth in her hand and a jagged piece in her mouth. If she were not creative, if she had not been frustrated at seeing her employers successfully defrauded over the years, she would have made an appointment with her dentist and had the tooth capped. The waitress, however, was very creative. She saw the broken tooth as the start of a profit-making venture. She, since she had Sunday evening off and no specific plan, the waitress made a reservation for one at a fine restaurant where she had once worked. She took with her to the restaurant, safely tucked in a compartment of her purse, the broken tooth and a small piece of steel that she had cut from the, from the top of a coffee can. She ordered a stripped steak with baked potatoes and asparagus tips and ate her fill of the steak, potatoes and vegetables. Before she finished, when no one in the restaurant was looking, she bit down hard on her inside lip. She drew a small amount of blood, put the piece of steel and broken tooth in her mouth, and uttered a cry of pain. She then spit into her hand the bloody piece of tooth and steel. She called the waiter over to her table and showed him what was in her hand. She told him the must metal must have been in the baked potatoes and her tooth broke off when she bit into her last fork full of potatoes. The waiter, being highly professional, apologized profusely and called his manager to her table. The manager offered to call for paramedics that she of course refused. The break was clean. She needed only the services of a reconstructive dentist. The small amount of bleeding had already stopped. The manager offered to pay for her meal, brought her a glass of fine champagne, and asked her to help him fill out a claims form. He also asked to keep the piece of metal for his insurance company investigator. The waitress explained that she was in the business, understood that mistakes could be made, and was quite kind to the manager. She did not wish to cause any additional hardship to the restaurant, but would expect them to pay for the repair of her tooth. Accepting her graciousness, the manager offered to pay her medical expenses and not involve an insurance company. She agreed to visit her dentist the next day and provide him with an estimate of the cost of repair. 
The next day, she went to her dentist. The dentist told her that the break in her tooth was clean, and all that was required to effect the repair was to place a cap over the tooth. The cost of the repair would be $650. She told the dentist she had no insurance, but that someone was willing to pay, and she needed his estimate. He prepared a written estimate of the cost of repair of the tooth and provided it to the waitress. She took it to the restaurant manager, who immediately wrote a check for $650 and an additional $100 for her trouble and inconvenience. The waitress could not believe her good fortune and the ease with which she collected $750 and a free meal at a fine restaurant. A broken tooth generated more than a week's pay in less than an hour. The next day, the waitress had another fine meal at another fine restaurant. This same events with the same date on the dentist's estimate changed by judicious photocopying. She again collected $650 for the repair, and this time an additional $400 for her trouble and inconvenience. The waitress was not greedy. To her, the broken tooth was a supplement to her income. She knew there was no danger of prosecution. She limited her escapades to more than, no more than twice a week. Her earnings averaged $1,500 a week tax-free. She quit her job, collected unemployment, and made more money each year from her broken tooth than she ever made in 15 years waiting tables. Sometimes the payments came direct from the restaurant. Mostly payment came from an insurance adjuster. The adjuster was usually happy to quickly resolve the claim of apparent liability. Even those adjusters who believed that her claim was false and fraudulent had no evidence against it. Eventually, however, her name and broken tooth story began to appear in insurance company databases. When she presented a claim to a restaurant insured by the same company as one of the prior insurers who had insured the last two restaurants to whom she had presented a claim, the adjuster refused to pay her. He reported to the fraud division of the insurance department in his state the fact that the waitress was apparently making fraudulent claims for the same tooth to various restaurants. The fraud division, noting that she was claiming only $650, concluded that the claim was too small to warrant the expenditure of investigative time. No one would investigate further or prosecute the witness. Rather than take further chances, the waitress moved to another city where she continued in her new profession. She's probably having a fine meal in your town tonight. This video was adapted from my book, Insurance Fraud Costs Everyone, which supplements my treatise, Insurance Fraud, Second Edition, all of which are available as Kindle books and paperbacks from Amazon.com. Thank you for your attention.